lots of lift. The ticket covers the spread this season. On Cowboys game day, it's TC and Jake. Sports Radio 1310. KTCK It's our first episode of February, Jake. How about that? How about that hot-ass February calendar layout? Ooh, I've forgotten. Um, Give me a second. Would you, would you buy a little calendar there, champion? Yeah, I did. Oh, the Stavi. Forgot it for the first month, but... Stavi.biz uh, calendar. Yeah, I've been meaning to hang up in our uh, official podcast office here. Uh, I missed all of uh, Jack... Oh, no, wait, that is... Yeah, yeah, Jack Offuary okay. was last month. Yeah. Uh, and now we're moving on to... Uh, Get head brewery. Okay, I like it. He's in a construction motif in this one. But he doesn't lay his calendar out the way that it would look like I'd like, where it's, you know, you started on Monday, which I know is not the start of the week, but everybody thinks his Monday is the start of the week. But if you yeah. lay it out like that. And then the other cool thing we have, I think in March and April, um, all of the days are the same. So, like, all the Saturday, like, it's a Saturday, I think a 5, 12, 19, 26. That just gets me rock hard. 5, 12, 19. Oh, okay. And it's the same for both. Like, you could lay the calendars over one another because they both start <laughs> on the same day, and uh, all the days are the same. I don't know that I understand, but I think the big thing that's blocking me here is that I don't know that I want to understand. Probably so. So we've got a lot that we could get to. We've got, I have, you know, uh, flaming filibuster opinions in me, TC. I'm ready to filib- filibust that nut. What? On God's green earth, could that possibly mean? We've got uh, hot coup news. You know about the coup? Maybe they'll get to call it Burma again. Because Burma's a... Oh, I thought you meant to stop the steal. No, no. know about the steal. Sure know about that. Yeah, well, um, they were not able to stop the steal, thereby uh, forcing me to transfer you $500. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You did hold to your revised timeline. Yeah. Yeah, we've got that. Um, we've got Dogecoin. I'm sure you're cleaning up over there as you're now. No, uh, it's not me. It's Mike Soroy. You know that. I'm in. <laughs> Jesus, dude. What? I don't know. I just don't. I I don't know that it's going to be a viable currency. No, I'm just looking to cash out like by the end of today and double my money. Okay. That's all I'm in for. Yeah. I don't I think don't know. Bitcoin's going to be a viable currency anymore. I heard you say that, and I. I've talked to a number of people about this. Okay, who well, seem to believe that it's just you know it's gold now. I'm sure you can talk to more. Uh, I, I bet that our our guest uh, this afternoon. See, I want to address this at the outset, and I you know again, uh, so dumb to address the video people because they are so few as a percentage of the audience. But um, I am going to be wearing the same clothes in this video and the next one. Yeah, but that's okay because we're recording them on the same day. Yes, it is. And I will be wearing a different shirt, but only because I forgot my last uh, week of prescription deodorant. How's that going? Well, so you're supposed to do it three days in a row, and it it did work. It Mm -hmm. stopped for about a week and a half. And then it says, you know, the second it appears again, you fucking whack them. Do another night, and then that'll last. And eventually, you just like taper off of it. Okay. So I did the, it's kind of like antibiotics, right? Like where you do the first round and then they're always like, just keep taking them even after you're better. And I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, fuck off. Mm-hmm. And no one does. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that where I just stopped. Yeah. So now I'm back to sweating. Um, but that's not the focus today. Neither is the fact that I found out that uh, my wife is watching Gossip Girl. Okay. Like from the beginning, which I've never seen a second of Gossip Girl. Same. 
There are a number of things. This is in that category of I think things. It's that, set in New York City. Yeah, it's very, uh, very avant garde in that in that way. It's one of those deals where I feel like a lot of people. Maybe it's maybe we missed it a little bit. Gossip gener- girl generationally, and I feel like I see like even dudes who are maybe thirty because it was on regular TV. It was like in the era of like CW, I think. Yeah, exactly. Like it was. It seems like it was like their Dawson's Creek, which I also didn't watch, but everyone around me did. You probably uh, absorbed an episode or two. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. I found out uh, via my wife that one of the lead actresses in Gossip Girl, uh, her name is Lee Meester. I am aware that she has a sex tape. Does she? Yes. That's not the part my wife shared with me. Okay. She's married to the guy from the OC. Okay. Uh, Adam Brody. Uh-huh. And. That rocks. She was born in a Fort Worth prison. Wow. Or at least in a halfway house that uh, they let her mother escape to for two months while she birthed the nurse and then her mom went right back. Wow. Her dad was was a a real estate broker and her mom was a writer and they were both in for a big old drug ring. Wow. Yeah. Those sound like... Smuggling dope. Sound like reasonable jobs. I know. That's the best sort of smuggling story. That's terrifying. But she made good. I mean, you know, Frazier. A certain kind of person would find that terrifying. <laughs> I want to be clear: I'm not involved in a, a drug smuggling ring. Just every time you go to a drug dealer's house, you're like, "Am I going to be wrapped up in a? You know, like, is this the moment they're going to choose to barge in?" And then it's like, "Well, he's part of the ring too." Oh yeah. Just if you participate in the gray market economy at all, I don't know. I I I thought that eventually the fear would go away and. You know, like I can do a lot of uh, stuff in my head of like, you know, I I haven't been pulled over since I was I don't know twenty one, uh, so like it's unlikely to happen. Uh, I got pulled over light? last year, but it wasn't uh, what. What about the light? What <laughs> I don't even remember the license plate light. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, I was like uh, twenty three, okay. Yeah, I guess I forget. It was a long time ago. We were in the Miller house. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, you know, uh, I, I what I'm saying is I haven't had my car searched since I was 21. I yeah. have been pulled over an intermittent number of times since I was 21. But at no point are they like, sir, can we see what's in the vehicle? Yeah. Like, that's fucking crazy. Like, w- w- can you imagine a circumstance? Like, do you think anyone ever in the rest of your life is going to be like, sir, can we see what's in the vehicle? Yes. You do? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever be. I'll, ne- I'll never clear that one. And I've like, told, I've intellectually, told this- I think I won't. But like every time like there's drugs in the car, I'm like... Well, they probably are. I mean, you should just prepare for the jail now. Yeah. Start start working out a little bit. I've I've mentioned this on the air recently a couple of times. That's how I feel about uh, the airport. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know, take anything in my bag on, at the airport, but I've, I'm worried every time. Like, I don't know. What's like, I have no idea. Um, but what yeah. if there's some new class of illegal things I haven't even heard of yet? I, I guess it's been a while for me. I think it's happened a couple different times. Um, once, the one that sticks out the most, then another time I was asked to get out of the car. They didn't even really search it, though. It was like he got me out of the car for no other reason than to, didn't just, like to just dick with me. Yeah. But was, yeah, and I've, and I've told this story a number of times. We were coming was back that from, the South Lake one? That, uh, no, that guy just kept me there for like 45 minutes because I was not cooperating. Because you wouldn't tell me where you were going. Yes. 
That's yeah. exactly right. And I was in the Barnes and Noble parking lot at South Lake Town Square. Kind of not his business, anyway. Yeah, you would think, but uh, yeah, when we were coming home from camping, and I know I've told you this, but we were coming home, and we were coming home. So at that at that age, uh, when you're coming home, you don't have anything left. Yeah, <laughs> it's like probably 23. It's like I'm, I feel pretty safe about this. And he saw all the camping shit, pulled us out of the car like on 35, made both Wade and I sit down. Probably took close to an hour, went through everything. And he's like, you boys smoke marijuana? And Wade goes, you mean ever? <laughs> I was like, not fucking now, bro. <laughs> it's not I mean, the time. It didn't result in an arrest, and <laughs> it's, nope. uh, it's a good line. Nope, it uh, didn't. No, we're not here to talk about any of those things. We're here for me to do. ever? <laughs> <laughs> also the same friend. Uh, well, I'll probably leave that part out. You yeah, thank that you. Out there. Uh, well, you don't even know which one I was going to pick, though. It could have been any number I know number that of there's things. one that you reference often that he's asked you to, to leap behind. So, Does it involve a jumpsuit or no? <laughs> no. Okay, see, that the other one I, I wasn't even... I was going to play by the rules, but... Um, no, we're not here to talk about any of that. We're here to sit down and do like a behind-the-music... Uh, what was the deal? What was the podcast that the guy did on Dark, Beautiful, Twisted Fantasy? Dissect. dissect. We're here to do a dissect on Western Warehouse. <laughs> oh. Uh, like the hardest I've laughed in so long. You dude. liked it? <laughs> I liked it especially just because in my mind I was, I was creating the conversations between two of my friends that led to it and just how drug addled they were throughout the time that they were nah totally sober uh just on on saturday we were uh driving to uh megan's sister's house to see how her sister's baby was doing uh things of this nature and uh i was listening to uh, a playlist i made that, that featured everlong the foo fighters song and uh i don't remember how i got to the western warehouse theme uh the jingle it's it's been in my head for a little while i don't i don't recall why it's there um and i was just like what if i what if i just like kind of did that and really i envisioned it fitting much worse than it fit i would say it fit all right it did you know you had to do some smushing and pushing you know like uh moving things around but not on the hook yeah which is what matters right right um and then yeah i just i i knew josh had done a uh foo fighters cover band for like a one-off gig uh, a couple years ago and like you know of course josh knows how to play everlong well like yeah. that's just a you know by the time he had graduated middle school that was a core competency yeah so uh yeah i just was like hey man can i come over will you play everlong <laughs> and uh yeah we, we knocked it out i probably say it took maybe a half an hour to like get the timing and you know like let's find one we like kind of thing and but like a, any great performer the take that the people saw still felt like the first one <laughs> yeah the, i the mean juice it, was still there it wasn't a lot of takes especially like it wasn't a lot of takes uh like just i, I mean there's probably like three or four times that we uh ran through it clean without like so what does he say here? Like, you know, I, it's so much easier, you know this, uh, to do these things whenever you're singing with the other person. Once there's like no words oh, yeah. at all for sure. in the situation, it's like, man, uh, I've done this a million times, but like, where does this fit? I don't know. Yeah, it, it, 100%. I was, I was going through some audio the other day that I have saved up. Uh, I've mentioned this before, like recording... Uh, grandparents parents whatever to send to my cousin who could not be at my grandfather's funeral the other day so i had all my voice memos there and i was like well i'm here i'll just fucking 
get to work on clearing some of this stuff out. But I didn't have headphones on. Um, and I was like, what is this? It's like a 15-minute cut. And Kristen walked in, and I was listening to me, the Christmas song that I did, uh, the Waiting on a Ticket Host to Die. And it's mm-hmm. me driving to the station. Mm-hmm. I think for a muser shift, maybe it was, it couldn't have been that morning. I had to have been done before that. Maybe there was one a week before. I don't know. But just the, it is really interesting to listen to yourself for like 15 minutes trying. Singing. Trying to figure (laughs) something out. And you're like, no, that's not. And then I can actually like hear myself being like, "Mm, got it. Got it. Got it. Well, that's fascinating because uh, I've watched it a hundred times. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to make you any money. I've been singing uh, it in my head. It certainly doesn't, but uh, it's all you know. It's, it's the the push pull. If I hypothetically things on YouTube, I might make money from one day. Twitter, there's a zero percent chance. But uh, if I put it on YouTube, it gets like thirty views, and I'm sure that the Twitter views thing is super inflated. Like if someone's scrolling and like just scrolls past it and plays for two seconds, they're like, "Ah, another view." What kind of psychopaths have autoplay on? Uh, I think that my Twitter, or yeah, you're right. I don't know. I don't know. I think it plays quietly. Yeah, I got out of autoplay whenever that uh, reporter in Virginia got shot on live television, and uh, the dude who posted Mm -hmm. it was just like, "Hey, that's uh, what I turned on." NSFW. Well, I want to be able to control the frame by frame. No, it's. I was like, "This is what the fuck are you doing, dude? You don't put a murder on the timeline without a trigger warning." Yeah, yeah. There you go. So, anyways, the filibuster. <laughs> no, I want to hear about this Oprah deal. Uh, yeah. So we got several pieces of audio. Uh, just one from this Oprah thing, but I think is is that uh, it's probably the focus for today. Oh, before we get into audio, I do have one thing I wanted to tell you about. Okay. Um, have you ever heard of the 101 California street shooting? No, I had not either. Uh, it was a man who in retrospect, like, you know, it was very Nashville bomber, like just guy who's lost his grip with reality. Um, lizards. Yeah. I mean, like, I, you know, he doesn't get into a lot of specifics, but it's very much like, uh, lawyers are killing the world. Like, you know, like they're, the, you know, like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I hear you, but uh, no, I don't. I'm you know, you that, just in that group. Uh, you know, a sentence where, like, if you could imagine another more deranged person putting uh, the Jewish people there, you know, like he was making a lot of sentences like that, but sure. uh, putting in putting lawyer, like a elected member of Congress would, except with lawyer. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, so he. I don't believe he had any like specific beef with this law firm, but just uh, the, went to a building in San Francisco where there was a law firm, like rode the elevator up, uh, steps out and just starts shooting. And uh, I believe he killed nine people. Um, and, and I believe that includes that total includes himself. And uh, that Shouldn't nine person count. shooting, which I don't know would like definitely make the news today. Right? Nah, yeah, it would. It would, but you know what I'm saying. Like, it would not. It would not be the most notable shooting of that year. No, of course not. No. Um, Steven, that Stephen Paddock is your final boss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> just 
I'm not like bragging about how cool our shootings are now. <laughs> you know? I hope not. But uh, I, I'm just observing that in today's media environment, like things have changed quite a bit. Uh, this one happened in the early 90s, and uh, I found out about it because uh, if you go to the Wikipedia, tell me if you think this makes me cool. I found myself on the Wikipedia of the, uh, the 94 crime bill. This was the inspiration, the stated inspiration, like the we got to do something about this for, for the, the super predators crime bill. Yes. Like that they were like, well, we've got this thing that everyone is terrorized by, the 101 California Street shooting. And, uh, you know, we, we must act. It just that it was what I was talking about before with the, uh, the, you know, the people storming the Capitol. Like whenever you have responses to these things, they... You're lucky if they somewhat tangentially have a relationship with the original thing. Usually it's just lawmakers have a list of things that they've been thinking they'd like to get through, but, you know, haven't they're they're controlled by this shit the same way as we are, you know, like or as anyone is, you know, like emotionally. This, well, emotionally and just like the attention stuff, you know, like uh Okay. Well, this podcast does not like uh select the thing that is like platonically most interesting to talk about each week we talk about what happened recently you mm-hmm. know like that's how most people work they legislate about what's happened recently so they were not planning to dust off all these things about like let's put uh you know uh crack dealers in jail at much higher rates than cocaine dealers but uh you know we did have this shooting so why the fuck not i mean it's such a large sweeping bill uh, and the fact that it was done because of a, you know, I don't know. Those nine people's lives were very important to me. I, I think it matters. Uh, but you know, it, it would, it would not, uh, but it's difficult to imagine it spurring legislation today is my point. Yeah. Because, uh, they were not in kindergarten. Yeah, dude. At school. Yeah. Like compared to the size of bills there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think part of it is. I mean, I said emotion there and like maybe that's a more optimistic than cynical view of just trying to force a bunch of stuff in that you've wanted to get done for a while. But even though a lot of them are um, bad people, they are still people who are prone to, you know, the whims of emotion. Speaking of, you know, legislators. Mm -hmm. So maybe there's something of like, oh, they're freaked out about it, too, and they feel like they have to overreach. But what ends up happening, like everything is that the main impact on it, obviously you have the ones that are practical and like the ones you mentioned when it comes to the justice, uh, the judicial system. But then also it just freaks everybody the fuck out. Like if you need a crime bill, then you're to assume that there's nothing but crime everywhere. Uh, If you need the uh, Patriot Act, then you are to assume that there will be a terrorist act every few months for the rest of your life. And that's how people respond. Yeah, which maybe that's the, maybe that's also part of the intent. I don't know. Anyways, well, um, so this was definitely on the same night as reading about the one hundred and one California Street shooting. I was just kind of going through major crime incidents of the early nineteen nineties. And uh, are you watching Night Stalker? No, is it's, it good? It's eighties. I'm only through like one and a half. I mean, it's you know me. I'm a pussy. It's fucking terrifying. Okay, but. Table talk for a later day, because mm-hmm. uh, I only barely Googled this, and then it was just like, I need to read more on this. It is really shocking how much it feels like a movie, where in the middle of the spree, 
I mean, it's on the news. And I, I said to Kristen, you know, I was like, hey, you know, this is going to be pretty fucking weird. It's freaky. It's a lot of rape. It's indiscriminate. It's kids. It's adults. It's murders. It's sneaking into people's houses, which that was like my main fear as a child. The home, the nighttime home invader. I'm sure I've, uh, I, I've never found corroboration for this. Uh, so I, I, I think that it's probably just urban legend. I know it's an urban legend. I passed on this podcast before, but my, uh, my college roommate telling me that there was a serial killer in St. Louis that would just uh, test if the door was open and then he come killed, back. killed like ten people. Uh, but he said hundreds, possibly thousands, just uh, stood over him and watched him sleep. That was my biggest fear as a kid. Yeah, dude. I was pretty sure like half the nights, uh, if I woke up in the middle of the night, there would be somebody there. Yeah. And if I couldn't see him, they they hid before I opened my eyes. So it's it's chilling in that regard. And I just, I don't know why she's got more uh, stones on this stuff than I do. But I was like, hey, you know, I think one thing when you watch a documentary like this, you have to be aware of is this doesn't happen anymore. And she was like, well, what do you mean? I was like, I just don't really feel like serial killers can pop like they used to. Just based on the sheer fact of information gathering and sharing between departmental agencies. Like, these dudes are fucking doing the most literal gumshoe detective work to try to put this or that together. They're using lineups, which I know, as we know, they still do use some. But, like, with cell phone tracking data, even if you ditch your phone, with cameras everywhere... With the way people pay, it would be much harder to pull off what this dude pulled off today. And I would definitely it up. be harder. You know, you always wonder. Like, I bet that you know interagency cooperation still leaves somewhat to be desired. There's no doubt. Yeah. But before it was non-existent. You know, yeah, that's yeah. like going back to uh, Mindhunter. But the fact that the news is covering it in real time, like after three murders, and there's like ten more. And so they're literally leading the news, you know, at night with like, he's still out there. There's a man on the loose. He is killing all over the greater Los Angeles area. He is now spread out from the, like, the last thing I can remember happening like that in my lifetime was the DC sniper. Yeah. I really don't think we've had one since then. And I don't know that it's really all that positive. Like, you'll hear about somebody now. Have you heard those you're wrong about? No. They did like four parts on it. It's very good. Okay. That one would interest me. It's just like now you you like I saw a story a couple. Of Do you months know they ago. killed outside of D.C.? Oh yeah, I had no idea. Oh yeah, they like killed a couple of people in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. No, I had no fucking clue. Yeah, they were on. I mean, they were on the run. I mean, that was a uh, peak. That was you know, it was committed in a year where uh, I was not al- allowed outside a s- several acre parcel of land in the at any point in that entire year. Well, so that's why it was so scary. Is because we all learned like they could be anywhere. Yeah, like we know that they're outside of of uh the east coast now so anyways i was just trying to tell her like as you watch them like imagine leading the news like the 10 o'clock news with news he strikes again Uh, yes dude (laughs) and then him doing it five six seven eight nine ten more times before being caught and they're interviewing people on the street that are like i won't even unlock the door for my son whenever he comes home at night he's got to figure out another like i'm not opening this door for anybody like they're doing b-roll <laughs> in the middle of a fucking neighborhood in the daytime like i again i want to look into this but i just don't i just don't think it's possible to to cook like that anymore i mean i, I mean he had know, like I, a year and a half run i can't recall i mean I, there was there's been times where the morning news will kind of be like you know there's been four rapes in deep ellum are they connected and you know the and, and we don't have anyone yet 
and like we're still wondering but it just doesn't i mean i i don't know i here's the first thing i mean i i think that you're a little bit of an exception to this but like who watches the nightly news yeah no i know what you mean but I yeah it's I mean it's I guess I'd show. see some it's, tweets about it you would but definitely it just, see it just didn't seem like that I mean like you know I was following it some but and I there was uh several shootings in uh the southern part of Dallas in the last year that I believe uh, I think it was a city council person was attempting to advance the narrative that this is a serial killer like it's someone who's you know producing these random shootings and I don't know. I mean, I guess the last one, even more recent, that's not a serial killer would be would be Dorner. Like, yeah, he did have yeah, a string, yeah, but it was yeah. like ten days long or something. As we were following it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And people like because the thing now is people would just be memeing it. Like they'd be like, you know, Bay Area killer be like. <laughs> they would have, I like, mean, I can't <laughs> imagine someone making a joke about Chris Dorner. That's just no. serious stuff. No, siree. never. Back to so, open. uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm running through all your big early nineties crime things and, uh, man, there was something, well, one thing, okay. So I think how this somewhat starts is our last video clip, the, uh, Elizabeth smart on the masked dancer. Okay. Uh, cause I was reading about her kidnapping and saw that, uh, she was on Oprah. Elizabeth was, but in addition to that, uh, Wanda Barzee's children did a full episode where, like, the children are sitting like in a semicircle around Oprah, just like relaying incidents of Wanda Barzee, like you know what it was like to have her as a mother. Who uh, is she again? She cut she cut some arms off. She's the one that uh, was the accomplice of Brian David Mitchell in kidnapping Elizabeth Smart. Okay, all right, there you go. I knew I knew that Damon Gordon's voice for some reason. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, he 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 remembers the name most certainly. Yeah, yeah. yeah he that brings and it up. Go on, Sapel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, Wanda Barzi, like one of the stories that came out in the Oprah thing, was uh, one of her daughters was like. Yeah, I had a pet rabbit, and one night, like, we fucking ate dinner, and the next morning, the rabbit was there, and she, I was like, where's the rabbit? And she was like, you ate her last night. So fucked up. So fucked up. So did they have another, they had a dad at this point, and then Wanda left the dad for the ultimate kidnapper? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, That's must weird. have somewhere, yeah. Um, but so, uh, really wanted to watch that episode. Was not able to. Uh, even even our our top internet sleuths couldn't uh, couldn't track down the footage. Appreciate the attempt. <laughs> uh, it's certainly like I. It blows my fucking mind how opaque these Oprah archives are. Yeah, I mean, you could apply this to a number of different things. I've said this for years. There's got to be why is a premium there membership Oprah? for you know? And I've said this about SNL, and I know people have the SNL files ripped and have sent them. It's just. I would rather, and I think maybe Peacock eventually will. But I'm telling you, like this, Oprah, there's plenty of Oprah episodes. This one I'm describing being one of them. Uh, that like just you, you can't. It's not like boy, this is inconvenient. It's like you know, there is no existence. Don't you think there's a big enough group of people that would pay a hundred dollars a year? O fans that would make it worth. The, I'm the, the son of space? one of them. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and I would certainly borrow that login from time to time. So you're hitting us with the Oprah video you settled for. Yeah, so I'm looking around for Oprah clips, and I'm like, well, it's disappointing it's not Barzee, but 
A white woman receives backlash for defending the Rodney King verdict. <laughs> I'd like to hear yeah, more about that. I might have stumbled upon a little upgrade. So uh, I guess this will probably become clear in the clip, but uh, I I think this is uh, so Rodney King happens. You know, the the police beat the shit out of him uh, because he was speeding. He's speeding a lot. <laughs> you know, if you'd like to make the case to the police. Uh, and I, I believe as will come, like, you know, I this wouldn't, is, by the way, <laughs> I, I, would, I wouldn't either. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just saying like, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a measure of, of how ridiculous the entire thing is that if you're attempting to make the best case for them, uh, it's, well, he was speeding a lot. I'd say it's not a good case. Um, but yeah, one of the issues at trial, I remember this and I, I think that I even opined on it whenever I learned it on this podcast and of all the pitches I would like to have back i think that's one of the top ones where i was like well i didn't know this it's actually kind of if you think about it uh my current position is that the uh the rodney king verdict was wrongly decided which uh was my position the entire time it's just you know levels of uh well if you think about the other side at this point i'm on a uh you know i I do not think that uh, they have they have anything well i'm glad i don't remember that yeah but uh it's just the 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 news clip was like uh, was was edited. Like it's it's not like they showed you all of what that guy had. And like uh, I would not say that the full video is sympathetic. You know, like it's not it's not like now you're now the cops did great. But the news was attempting to specifically find the parts that were most oh, yeah. uh, likely to generate controversy, rather than attempting to communicate the full story and like the full story makes the cops look terrible you know yeah, like yeah, uh but but that that was a deni- that, that that was a there was a, a central like fact of the trial like you know that that's that was what the the defense hinged on to some extent um I can't believe that worked yeah well uh you, actually i can't do you remember the whole uh, business of uh moving the venue yeah and you remember where it was moved to uh, it was moved to where OJ's trial was, right? No, no, no. Uh, this always like factored no, 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 into the OJ it was thing. Mo- okay, Simi Valley. It was Simi yeah, Valley. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jake is a big fan of the real bros of Simi Valley. I don't know if we've had a chance to talk about. Oh, it on we the have. Podcast we have. I got Dan watching it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I think it's better than anything on scripted television. I think it might be. Yeah, but it makes sense very because it, I think it is a pretty. It's fairly white. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so uh, uh, opposite OJ, Rodney King. The uh, the beating occurs. They have no, the trial of the uh, the officers who participated. It was the four. Like, there's 20 officers. Hold on, real quick here. Around. I want to be clear. Mm-hmm. You just said a lot of white people, and I said opposite OJ. I did not mean that OJ is black. That came off very poorly. <laughs> In fact, it was the same move as the OJ trial, right? Which is to, it is. A, they tried to get OJ into a. As, yeah, as they many tried to jur- change as the, many black jurors as possible, right? Yeah, yeah. I was confused the venue changes in the OJ one because it felt like it was the whole time things were moving around. Maybe it was only once, but I thought that's they what denied I it. From I OJ. thought that like they just had to do it in L because I mean it was just the LA. I guess I'm missing. You're the one who listened to four hours of podcasts about it. You should be able to tell me this. Or did you not do the OJ one? I haven't dove okay. into the OJ roundabouts yet. There's a lot of them. I thought I remember that they wanted that they were able to get as. As many black jurors. They as were able to get a large number of maybe it uh, African-American jurors, but they were not okay. uh, Sorry. able to move. The, I mean, I think it was the other side that wanted it out of. Okay. Um, 
Yeah. We just brought up the idea of white people and I said opposite OJ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that mm-hmm. did not that did not play well. Okay. So, um this uh you know the the trial occurs and that's that is a predictable enough event. Uh so Oprah says when this verdict drops, I got to be there. I'm doing the show from LA that week. Love it. And so she's just standing in the audience of uh, Los Angeles residents and just, you know, feeling out where the community is, passing the mic around. Here's how that goes. This gentleman here just said something. Mike Royko uh, does a column in the Chicago paper. And uh, Mike Royko said the same thing, I think, the day after the writing, that if every if the, juror had, if the jurors had seen, I'm paraphrasing, of course, the jurors had seen a Rodney King as their brother or their father, the verdict perhaps would have been different. And you were saying what? The same thing? I was saying the same thing. Had it been his brother, had it been his brother or father that got beat like that. Addressing the gentleman over there. Over there. He would have said something different. He would have said the jurors were wrong for giving that verdict because the police did it. It was on the video. So what else do you need to prove it? I think that's a very good point. Yes. Yes, ma'am. You wanted to say what? I just want to say I'm for the verdict. I'm not. I, <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is no. where it goes off the rails. Yeah, we're clearly heating uh, up here. But uh, <laughs> I just want to observe that uh, Oprah, you know, like the top of, uh, you know, the, this is TV perfection, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, she's in, and that, like, absolutely her in her bag right now. Entertainer's Sense had her just like repeat a Mike Royko headline. And then go to the guy and be like, but that's what you were saying. And then he's basically like, you already said my entire point. So, yeah, that's what I was saying. And then perhaps I to put a bow on it, I'm like, that's a very interesting point. It's like, not that interesting. It's like very basic and we just said it. Yeah, now, I'm, I'm kind of wondering why she has a show. Now, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to uh, staff my uh, audience with a disproportionate to the population percentage of minorities, uh-huh. uh, which in this case makes sense because it's a uh, an issue affecting uh, misjudgment being handed out at the uh, to the fate of a, a minority uh, uh, victim. But I'm going to dot one old white lady right in the middle of the crowd. And then I'm going to go to her after Mike Roy well, goes that, for me. <laughs> watch the play. This woman's very young. Um, but yeah, here, we'll... Uh, everyone condoning what the thing. officers did, I think okay. they got a little bit of out of hand, of course. But listen, listen, no, listen. Okay, I'm telling you, we did not see the first 60 seconds of that video. We did not. No, no. Did you go? No, listen. The media. The media. Quiet. Listen Everybody. to me. Everybody. The media. <laughs> <laughs> the agent. You got to back it up for me. She's about to get, she's about to get walked. <laughs> there's, there's members of the audience uh, that at this point have risen to their feet yeah. and are shaking their head in a fashion that I would feel unsafe about. Well, I mean, yeah, 60 she's... seconds of that video. We did not. No, no. Did you go? No, listen. The media. The media. Quiet. Listen Everybody. to me. Everybody. The media is our number one influencing agent. And that's all we saw was what the media decided to put up on that screen. So in case you thought Turning Point exactly. USA was a novel program. This been going on for a bit. 21 seconds and that was it. What else did we see? Were you guys at the trial? Did you see the evidence? That prosecuting attorney, that defense attorney got to choose. What do you mean? 
That did not give them the cause to beat him. They would have killed him. I'm not condoning their behavior. I'm condoning the verdict. The verdict was right. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, had a choice of what, what jury they decided to put up there. To, to get beat like that before you even seen it on the video. What did he do to justify And they're saying the he's not a like dangerous man who Nothing. drives 80 miles per hour in a residential okay. district. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, so she's going yeah, with, uh, right. so, but he was driving very fast. Yeah, yeah driving fast a lot. <laughs> Uh, so basically what happened there was a pointed question, which is what I think we were all thinking the whole time is, okay, well, what could have happened in the 60 seconds preceding the part that you saw? Uh, you, you didn't see that part. All right. Well, what could have happened then that, then that could have uh, necessitated the, the use of force that we saw? He was speeding. <laughs> like she flat out was asked and said, I mean, he's going 80. Uh, I think it was more than that. Uh, of course it was. I, but I she don't want to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know, and even if he was confrontational and physical in the in the pre preceding 60 seconds, which that's how I recall it, right? Yeah, like, I yeah. think that's, uh, yeah. Yeah, of course. But you have to be like uh, soulless to say that somebody doing that results in that and that's fair judgment but uh I mean, to go back to the basic point made by the man repeating mike royko like if that were her brother she would not care that he had been speeding doesn't she have to be her like... brother he just has to be white <laughs> yeah yeah that's his but we just dude, uh oprah dude I, this I is just, peak i love this vibe of just like the you know she's got a room full of people they all feel like despite the fact that she's the biggest media figure ever and the like, uh, it's her show and it's TV. They're, they are. Give me the mic. Yeah. <laughs> Just grabbing it out of her hand. It has the feel of an elementary school classroom where it's like, you know, a, a, a charge is running through the room. Yeah. And like, no one's in control right now, dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is great. I mean, people should remember Oprah like this. Like, this is great programming. Not sure it does much for healing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Donahue used to walk around the crowd with a mic. Yeah, yeah. And that was like, but it, I, in my memory, it never really routinely or ever got like that contentious. Yeah, I mean, I don't think this is typical of Oprah. Although I've watched other clips that they will get some disagreements going. Yeah. The wildest one uh, was it was clearly an audience plant. Uh, like just I it, the same night I found this. I was I was watching random Oprah clips. Like someone will just put up like uh, you know. Uh, 12th of January, 1997 or something, you know? Um, and so, uh, the, the opening thing is she's like, uh, you know, um, stepmoms who asked for the kids to call them mom. How do you feel about it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they go, they go to a lady who like in retrospect, obviously was like I said, a plant and, uh, Oprah's like, has it ever happened to you? And she's like. Sometimes I'll call and and I'll hear her in the background telling them to call her mom, but they but she tells them to call me Marianne. <laughs> that does not happen. It breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. Yeah. So uh, Oprah, amazing stuff. But yeah, here. If I deserved it, yes. But okay. Nobody deserves that. So Oprah's across the room uh, interviewing the other person. Like you know this. We've, we've got Oprah has a mic, and then there is a mic just set up for the audience where people have like a set up in a line. So right. this lady was just next in line. So Oprah's across the room with her mic. That's how she was able to uh, hand it over to the one woman who uh, disagreed strongly. But now we have uh, another white 
uh, an elderly white yeah. who is just near this mic. And so Oprah's on the other side of the room, but this lady's like, you know, I realize Oprah's name is on the show and everything, but seriously, fuck that. I got some shit to say. Also, this older white is dressed like uh, Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. She has a leather, black leather jacket on. A large a necklace of some kind. Rope, <laughs> rope necklace, yeah. Uh, and so, uh, you know, she she's just not, she has lived too goddamn long to hear this bitch talking this way. <laughs> What were you saying? What were you saying? I was beat up by four police officers. Excuse me. Yes, go ahead. I apologize for my young lady. It's her youth. Oh, fuck yeah. Bulldog is on the scene. She's just letting him know. We're not all like this. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And why do, why do you say you apologize? It's her youth. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Why do you say youth? Why? why? Another pro move right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that lady was clearly. I know you got I'm gonna more. say my piece. I don't want to move from this. I just want to go sit down. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm gonna be concise, quick. I don't know how long I have left on this earth. Here's what I got, and then she's just sauntering back to her seat. Oprah, oh no. I I see oh, a no. moment I see that a, I like. Let's I see let's a, let's pause on this I see for a little a can bit. Can of worms. <laughs> yeah. You say you apologize. She isn't old enough to know what has been going on for a long time. Doesn't get racist. Yeah, right. I think she's right. Yeah. Wait a minute. She just said she apologizes for you because you don't understand. I am graduating from college this this very 30th of May. So I, I think I understand. I am an educated woman. I am educated. Sweetheart. I, I yeah, am educated, but you've never been beat. I've been beat. I am 70. I know what they go through. I am 78 years okay. old, dear. I am educated. I and if you don't have the compassion in your heart, I do. now, no, yeah. no, yes, I do. you do not realize or you do not see that this man was kicked. I don't care what he did. He was kicked I I 69 times. Straight grandma. I mean, she's got really? the moral high ground. This is a beautiful moment, and I'm not even being sarcastic. Yeah. I cannot see every aspect. Why did they kick him? She's not really. Letting the beauty Why? of the moment Why into her heart go. Don't kick a dog. She's defensive. No, you don't. Then why would you kick a human I'm being? Not That's right. Don't them doing that. I'm going by the. How can the verdict be right? Why did they kick and, and brutally beat that white man? Why? Excuse me. A man got sent to jail for um, beating Talking up a Red cocker spaniel. Yeah. Mind you that. Right. Honey, you, you Ladies and gentlemen, we made a vow to each other that we would be heard in this room. Respect the vow. Of we the made o. a vow that we would be heard Respect in this the room. Respect the O vow. Yeah, dude. Come so on. That's, that's, that's what Oprah put up. She didn't put up the whole show. That was. Uh, I that would was, watch that tonight if i could find the whole show <laughs> yeah i'm not playing uh they've got other clips i mean i think they it's probably not the whole show but they they put up a lot of wow. it and i i mean it was a week of shows from la that's awesome just talking about rodney king we might need to dive back in there i feel yeah. like a, a fertile ground and uh the, the main thing i was watching uh or thinking watching this it's a it's a a, a gritty karen origin story like this is in a movie where, uh, like you know, the the Karen's Joker. Uh, this is the opening. You just see the woman, like, uh, yeah. you know, trying to make her dumbass point, and and everyone shouting over her, and she's like, "I will not be shouted over again. I will talk to their manager." Yeah, boy, gritty Karen. I like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I was hoping that she would have some. Uh 
some sense talked into her there, but that was a you know at least that lady got her. She was there to be defensive. Yeah, you know, like it 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 is that that Charlie Kirk like I'm only happy when everyone's yelling at me about how big of a piece of shit I am, Gene. But I'm graduating college Thursday. <laughs> you say I'm not educated, or you know she's she's saying like you're not experienced. She's like not experienced. I'm almost done with college. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of the biggest lies out there. Hey, did you hear the Proud Boys guys in Narc? I did hear that. I liked that. That's a delicious story. <laughs> yeah. So the guy who's like off the government, F the feds, you know, 3%er has just been a CI for 10 years. <laughs> just over and over and over. Like, appears to be quite an asset for them. Like, you see, yeah, he's very good at one thing, and it's working with the governments to get private citizens in trouble. Yeah, no, last night I finished the, uh, the big popular Northern Ireland book everyone's been talking about. I can tell you what they do to touts, Jake. They call them touts, huh? They call them touts. Yeah. For what reason? They, I don't know. They tout the government info or... I, I mean, I always hear it uh, is referred to people who sell sports picks. That's oh, those are called touts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't know that. I'm not in the gambling world. Like, uh, what's the one whose last name is Gold? Uh, Ed Gold, Dave Gold. It's a, no, I know. I think we might have done ads for this before. Because uh, the gold sheet is his big thing. Peter Gold. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He's either. friends with Norm. There's no way that's his real last name either. <laughs> uh, let's see what order we want to go in here. Yeah, what do you, you got a you got a cornucopia for us? <sighs> yeah, let's try Ted Cruz. Let's go Ted Cruz. These are things I watched ten seconds of and then said I'm going to save this for later. Apparently, Ted Cruz has a talk show. <laughs> Hell yeah! Called Verdict because he's a legal guy. You may remember. Yeah. Uh huh. So I think one that, of the things. Yeah. That- Left loves to virtue signal. They love to show how virtuous they are by being willing to give away your job. Never their job. Never a, mm-hmm. never a yeah. penny out of their pocket. Mm-hmm. Never yeah. anything out of their life. But your job, they are so virtuous, they will obliterate your life. Look, if you actually respect people, you say you ought to be able to choose what you want to do with your right life. Listen, I'm not a steel worker. If you put me in a steel foundry, I wouldn't think what the hell to do. I'd probably burn my fingers off. I like, know, I, true. You look that, at that, butts. I, being a lawyer was the right call for me. That was my skill set. Yeah. But, but <laughs> I'm not going to presume to tell you that what you chose to do is is somehow illegitimate what and should be, be rapist, eliminated <laughs> the wrong play, choice for play logic and a third point you know you talked about inevitable and and i i have to say it it, it brought to mind avengers endgame mm-hmm. and um this is why you're here you know I carrie doesn't quite have the massive thanos hands and fingers but you could see <laughs> the inevitable and the fingers snapping and it actually what is interesting in endgame is is curious have you noticed in how many movies how often rabid environmentalists are the bad guys? Hmm. Like for whether it's Thanos <laughs> or, or go Watchmen. <laughs> you know, where 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 the 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 view of the left is people are a disease. They buy into the Malthusian yeah. line that there are too many people yeah. in the world, that people are bad, and everything would be better if we had fewer people. I mean okay. Thanos wanted to eliminate 50% of the life forms in the universe with one finger. Yeah. Okay, so here's my questions. Uh-huh. Um, the, here's where I was a little bit confused. Okay. So uh, I have not seen that movie, but I gather 
that um, that the the fifty percent thing was not just people; it was like everything, uh, like plants and. They didn't really show plants disintegrating. It was just uh, you know Spider Man. And I I was under the impression that it was not uh, necessarily. And again, correct me if I'm wrong, because I have other questions. I was under the impression that it was less about a uh, like population control eugenics thing as much as it was just like, I want to do this. No, it was very explicitly a resource consumption. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so then my second question is... He was, uh, you know, shouts out to Ted for uh, for getting it right. I mean, with that Princeton education, you would hope that he could pull this up. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a Thomas Robert Malthus thing. So my second question is, aren't I to believe... That I mean, this is like the biggest movie in the last 10 years. Uh huh. So I was under the impression that Hollywood was seeding ideas that were antithetical to conservative ideas and that were uh, pushing a agenda. That's a fine point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A, if we hate their agenda, then if, if Hollywood... they're constantly making uh, environmentalists the villains, as he's saying. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't make a ton of sense to me. Like, yeah. it, it, Hollywood has a leftist agenda, and part of their but agenda they just can't is to help. make leftists... It's just so like... <laughs> obvious that environmentalists that, are they're, evil. They're auteurs. They have yeah. to be true to their yeah. craft. It just, just like, it happens huh? that way. Because, you know, movie after movie, the main point is environmentalists are evil. Yeah, no, I remember that blockbuster about the Greenpeace Hummer bombings. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, uh, I was very confused there. And I don't then, know. I, I feel like there's a lot of uh, very good uh, allegories for what's going on in the environment and uh, very very few of them uh, pit the <laughs> 21st century the Fox. Guys. Yeah. Uh, and then my other question is, am I to believe that Ted Cruz watches The Watchmen? Uh, you know, I didn't, so he must have if he's able to at least have. I'll bet that he does. He he just seems like interested. He's at least aware that he doesn't want to get fucking wiped out on uh, like what the kids are saying. Cor- Corey Chase. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I, he tries to like you know capitalize on moments, right? Like he's someone where if like Jimmy a big meme is going around. Yeah, he'll like you know try and throw his dumbass Ted Cruz uh, spin on it. So I, I think that he sees some political efficacy in like uh, being aware of where the culture is at any given moment. So I, I bet that he does watch shows if they're sufficiently popular. Okay, so to sort of speak out of both sides of my mouth here, I mean I do think that largely um, most culture that we see—not I don't even know if the word is most, but a lot of it. Um, Maybe more series is why I'm focusing on The Watchmen rather than movies, because movies certainly um, do a content analysis on action movies in the 90s, and you'll find uh, they're pretty much all indiscriminately Muslim, uh, or nondescript version of Muslim. Yeah. There's no nation tied to them. It's just they're, you know, these are the bad guys. Not Arlington Road, though. Priming the pump. Uh, That's Irish. No, that was uh, the one the one piece of culture that actually like really absorbed that uh, Timothy McVeigh was an American. Okay, okay. You, um, you ever see that movie? No. Oh, it's fucking great. Okay, enjoy that this weekend. I will. Just just a just a standard taut thriller. Okay. Um. So yeah, so I, I do somewhat agree with the idea, and I don't think it's necessarily a left thing as much as it is that I think throughout time history, you probably go back eons. A lot of your culture is being made to challenge authority, right? 
So yeah. it's not necessarily a progressive or a left thing as much as it is like so. In the the reason I'm getting to the Watchmen is if I'm to believe that Ted Cruz watches the Watchmen. Um, did so he, if it's, who watches the Watchmen? The answer is Ted Cruz. Yeah, and exactly. I mean, not me, but Ted Cruz. Am I to believe that he in any way internalized that Tulsa situation? <laughs> you know, he seems to be picking and choosing a bit, Jay. Because to me, the reason that that scene was popularized in that show was very clearly to try to crystallize the moment of the couple years before it where people were starting to talk about it a little bit. And then I remember seeing the Google search trends the next morning and it was like, you know... 17,000 times higher. Yeah, I mean, and I would when, just say they, that... when they put it in there, they are talking to people like Ted Cruz. Yeah, but like that that is certainly their intent. But I, I, I would, you know, like I, I think this is indicative of how we get the, uh, you know, differences that we have in, in the country and, and et cetera, right? It's like... Take the part you want. Yeah, well, Ted Cruz look at, looks at that and probably is like... Well, you know, we haven't uh, called up the Air Force to uh, shoot down black people in quite a while. Yeah, so, that's true. Uh, He's not proud progress that uh, will hail. He doesn't take that as like, well, a smaller version of that is like, you know, me pushing policies that, uh, you know, the will we'll properly or not properly. Yeah, have yeah the benefits yeah. fall on all races, you know, that's true. I guess I always forget there's some people that will process that as a as an immediate, well, it's not like it was before now, so it's better, as opposed to looking at root causes and trying to actually think about it. Uh, but yeah, we learned Ted Cruz watched The Watchmen. Um, I haven't seen this other clip. I know you have. Uh, I only watched like the first couple seconds of My Pillow Guy. We can ditch the last one. Um, but oh, I just yeah. saw a bunch of people talking about this and wanted to hear it live. Yeah, no, the, the, the necessary context for this, that everyone probably knows, is uh, Dominion be suing everybody out here. The, uh, the, the maker of the voting machines... Uh, turns out you can't say that they're a Venezuelan coup uh, for too long before they start saying this might harm our business. So I, th I think that Newsmax had a, uh, a, 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 like a memo go this. around about this. Oh, okay, because they were they were serving all the networks. You uh, you know how this goes. Yeah. Um, uh, sometimes when people are loose when talking about companies, uh, the, the management tends to get prickly. So uh, Newsmax, by the way, a conservative news outlet. <laughs> certainly, certainly, yeah. but you know. Uh, it's not uh, left or right when it comes to losing a billion dollars. No, so. but, but my pillow guy will so run it over. What, what happened with your Twitter account and the uh, company page? Well, first, mine was taken down because we have all the election fraud with these Dominion machines. We have 100% proof. And then I, when they took it down uh, uh, about my, three weeks my, ago, I, and then I'm gonna put it back up. My personal, I put a. It was a Mike. Thing about uh, thank you very much, Mike. Mike, I, you're talking about machines uh, that that we at Newsmax have not been able to verify any of uh, those kinds of allegations. <laughs> yeah, but we just want to let people know that there's nothing substantive that we've seen. And let me read you something there. While there were some clear evidence of some cases of vote fraud and election irregularities, the election results in every state were certified. Boy. And Newsmax accepts the results. I've as never legal seen somebody final. read a statement that was not only written, but the way that, that they're reading it that is so clearly tailored to keep the company from getting in trouble. Yeah, Rudy Giuliani is being sued for a billion dollars with a B. Do you want to be on that suit, Mike? <laughs> I don't. Also, I think it's pretty weird that Mike Lindell styles his My Pillow office like the Oval Office. <laughs> He's got like, two, two flags behind him. 
He also so has Trump's we mannerisms. wanted to talk to you about canceling culture, if you will. We don't want to relitigate the, the, the uh, allegations that you're making, Mike, because we, we, we understand where you are. So let me ask you this. Do you think that this should be temporary? Because oh, my God, the Twitter Twitter account Could you make an argument that it is temporary? Hold on, too. Mike's definitely... What? I love the... I you know. I mean, I'm just trying to hear... You. And then the... Uh, do you think that this should be temporary because it appears to be permanent? Could you make an argument that it is temporary? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Could you make an argument talk about that the machines? I didn't hear that. Permanent. No, I want it to be a permanent because you know what? They did this because I'm revealing all the evidence on Friday of all the election fraud with these machines. So I'm sorry if you're <laughs> okay, uh, Mike, I, I, can I ask our producers, can we uh, get out of here, please? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to have to keep going over this. Actually, we, Newsmax, Mike, have not been able wait, to verify any of those allegations. Wait, you're, you're, Mike, okay. hold on you a second. Everybody hold on a second. Mike, Mike, hold on one second. Listen uh, let's oh, that guy's like, I am not getting in trouble for this. Yeah, can't fire me if I'm not on set. Um, he just ducked. <laughs> my company and myself okay. in this country is cancel culture. Okay, yeah, I didn't really realize that that's what you were talking about at all because <laughs> he, you know it seemed like you were talking about the Dominion machines. Yeah, but I guess you lost your Twitter account because you were talking about the Dominion machines, and that's cancel culture. Fuck if I know. Uh, this last one here is just a nice goodbye for everyone for the day. Just wanted to send you out into the world with this one. Um, so here's the thing. I now follow Jenna Ryan on Twitter. Of course. Of I course. asked her to marry me. She didn't answer. <laughs> That's um, too bad. She's still, it's amazing, dude, because I don't know if you've seen the latest, um, but she asked her attorney or her attorney asked the court if she could, let me see if I can find the actual info. She wants to go on vacation to Mexico. Yeah. Wasn't there someone else too? That like uh, was like, well, we did have this big trip planned, and the court was like, yeah, you know, it sounds like a big trip. Maybe it wasn't her. I thought it was her. I could have sworn it was her. Up. Um, because you know, like right now, they at least as of yesterday, they uh, have not, they cannot locate Kyle Rittenhouse. I do know that. Yeah, yeah. I thought that they did, and that uh, it was just like a. There was some, oh, his lawyer in response to the thing. So it wasn't that they located him, but his lawyer responded and was like, well, if we put down his real address, the one where he's actually at, then anyone could find him. Hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Southpaw on Twitter was pointing out that actually they, they have considered that it's a possibility and you can just seal the documents. Yeah. So the crazy thing is she's in the middle of this story she's being charged with uh federal crimes misdemeanor as mm -hmm. she's quick to point out so you go to her twitter page and it's like half her uh tweeting about stop the steal her case the private jet well let's say it's a third that mm -hmm. it's a third that it's a third her tweeting ex-ambassadors music videos and then it's a third her just tweeting real estate listings that she's involved in. Eight acres for sale near DFW. Yeah. Great schools. Oh, I should have said a quarter for each because then the other is uh, to raise money for <laughs> yeah. her fund. Yeah. Um, but occasionally she'll give you a gym like she did uh, Tuesday night. And I was pretty much fucking transfixed by this video I sent you because this is, it's just perfect. Hello, it's me. I'm sitting here, woo, 
and I'm eating macaroni and cheese. Got a, got some craft. Mm. Got some craft. It's been a hard day. Looks a little dry. Selling real estate. And the macaroni and cheese rough. looks dry. So I have some tuna, some macaroni and cheese. And some wine. Cheers. <laughs> that's, uh, that's your moment of zen. <laughs> Hello, it's me. That is a, uh, a classic daily show moment of zen if I've ever seen one. All right, we'll talk to you later. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow. For everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.